Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Hello there, Dr. Tim Jordan here for another episode of Raising Daughters. And I've been working with kids for a long time, kids and families. I've counseled kids for over 30 years. I've worked with, with girls in uh, weekend retreats and summer camps for, for 30 years now. Uh, my wife and I have had a school program called Strong Girls, Strong World for probably about 20 years I've also traveled extensively in the United States and in 18 countries, working with parents and also with kids. So I've had a lot of experience working with girls and working with families. And I'm not sure if I've ever remembered a time when there was so much stress and such a challenge facing kids and their families. We've got the whole pandemic, you know, the whole COVID thing and about worrying about are they going to get infected or not, worrying about grandparents and are they going to get infected or not, are people going to get sick, are mom and dad going to get sick. There's lots of stress around the economy, people losing jobs, the threat of losing jobs, the, uh, the Dow going up and down, up and down. There's all of the emotion around the Black Lives Matter movement and the protests and uh, all the things that are going on around that. We've, we've, we're in, in the middle of the election cycle now. The election's just months away, and there's already lots of barbs going back and forth and lots of speculation and anger and frustration. And then I guess what's on people's plates a lot today is school. Are their kids going to go back to school? Will kids be in the classroom? Will it be online? Will it be a combination? Will there be fall sports? Will there be any high school sports or activities? All of it's up in the air, and it seems like every day... We get more information and more frustration and more questions and less answers than, we, than we'd like to have. So I thought for today, I would tell you a couple of true stories that will maybe help you remember that there's a lot of good in the world still, and also a lot of good people, despite what we see in the news over and over and over again. The news cycle tends to focus on the negative. And I think even in conversation, we focus on the negative. So let's talk about a couple of positive stories. First one I read about in mid-March this year, and it concerns a 72-year-old Italian priest whose name was Don Giuseppe Baradelli, and he apparently chose to put a younger person's life before his own by giving up his ventilator in the hospital to save the life of this younger person. Uh, so, so the Italian priest Giuseppe Baradelli was the archpriest of Casigno in the diocese of Bergamo in northern Italy, which was one of the areas that was hardest hit by the, by the corona uh, pandemic. And this priest had been a priest for th 47 years. He was known for always being cheerful and kind. He was a great listener, always bringing peace and joy and love to other people. So he was well thought of as a priest. And he made the ultimate sacrifice to save a young patient who had COVID-19. What a great story, right? 
as someone would, would be of service to another human being in that kind of way. Now, a few days after that story came out in lots of papers, uh, a townsperson was was uh, reporting that that the father, Berardelli, was in bad shape when he, when he got to the hospital, and he, he refused the ventilator because he couldn't tolerate it for some reason. So I never saw any follow-up to that version of the story, and I kept seeing other stories that came out afterwards as saying, yes, the story was true. So I'm not 100% true, sure that the story was true, but I'd like to think that it's true. If for no other reason, then it gives us hope and a positive view of mankind with all the negative news that's inundating us every day. And I sometimes wonder if it makes us wonder about, uh, is mankind kind? Is mankind generous? Are we really living in a civilized culture? That's why I choose to want to believe the story about what that priest did. It also brought up another story that someone sent to me recently. I'm not sure where it came from, but it's a story about the anthropologist Margaret Mead. And she was asked a question years ago by one of her students about when civilization started and how would you know that? And her response to the student was unexpected and also might surprise you as well. Margaret Mead said that the first evidence of civilization was about 15,000 years ago when an old fractured femur was found in an archaeological site. This is a, this is a bone that was 15,000 years old. The femur is that big bone, the long one in our, in our uh, leg. It goes from the hip to the knee. It's the largest bone, the longest bone in the body. And we know that if your femur is fractured, it takes at least six weeks of rest and immobilization to heal. Now, you can imagine 15,000 years ago, if you broke your hit leg, that you probably died because you couldn't run away from predators. You couldn't hunt. You couldn't uh, get food for yourself. You couldn't protect yourself versus predators. And so you actually would probably very easily and quickly become that predator's dinner, the predator's next meal. So a broken femur that, that was found that had healed to meet was evidence that another person had taken the time to stay with that person who was hurt, to carry that person to safety and to help them mend and heal through their recovery. That to me was a sign of that someone had, had helped a human being, a fellow human, a fellow friend, instead of abandoning them to save their own life. To me, that was the first sign of civilization that man was civilized, men and women were civilized. To Margaret Mead, being kind to another person, being of service, helping a friend through adversity, that's where civilization starts. I think every parent out there listening to this podcast would agree that they want kindness and empathy as traits that, that, that will be developed in their own children. And these times of uncertainty and, and fear and chaos and anger, and with all the change that's going on around us, I think we'd all do well to exhibit more kindness and be of service to our family, our friends, and our neighbors. Share these two stories with your children. Share these two stories in this podcast to people you know to, to remind them that, that people are good, that kids are good, and if we all just hang in there together, that we'll get through all of these, these stresses and all this adversity together. I'll be back in a week with, the, with a blog, and then in two weeks, a new podcast. I appreciate you stopping by here every two weeks for the podcast. Pass them on. I love it when you do that. I'll see you back here in two weeks. Be kind to yourself and be kind to others.